Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hey, rich girls. Hey, it's your girl Candice, and I have something super special to share with you guys. Throughout the podcast, I heavily discuss how important it is to pray, manifest, and speak the things you want into existence. With that being said, on Thanksgiving weekend, 2021, I will be releasing the Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. The first step in creating wealth is to believe that you're worthy of it. The second step is to purchase these Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. These cards will help you unlock the potential for wealth. I am living proof that these cards work, and I'm so excited to share them with you guys. These cards aren't just a wonderful thing to gift yourself. They're also a perfect gift for that rich girl in your life who might just need an extra nudge in the right direction. I cannot wait for you guys to get these money mindset affirmation cards in your hands and continue the journey to being a rich girl. Toodles. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candice, and I will be your host as usual. For those of you who don't know me, I am a financial wellness coach specializing in credit repair, budgeting, and just financial wellness in general, etc., etc. And I am extremely passionate about helping women get their finances together, right? And um and just live in their sweet spot, right? Like I don't want us to struggle. I want us to flourish. And so I am doing my part by um by sharing this podcast with you guys just about my financial freedom journey and about what that has looked like for me and also sharing gems that I have learned along the way on my financial freedom journey. So I want to thank you so much for joining me on this Money Making Monday. The podcast does drop every Monday. And well, obviously, for obvious reasons, right? Money Making Monday, kick off your week with a word about the finances, because sometimes you get into your week and and those financial goals go out the window. You have a stressful day. If you're anything like me, you're an emotional eater. And so, you know, you might order out, you might go get some candy, you might just spend something you don't need to spend. And so I can totally relate. I have been through so many things financially, so many ups and downs. I've ruined my credit twice. And so whatever you're going through financially or whatever you've gone through or whatever you may be going to go through, I've probably gone through it. And so that's why I started this podcast. But shout out to the OG rich girls that have been listening to the podcast since day one. Um, Wouldn't be here without you. I got to tell you guys, starting a podcast is one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life because you sort of, you know, you're an expert at something or you know that you have gems and you have value to add, but it's like, are people going to listen to me? And so this is for the OG rich girls and for the rich girls that are new here. But listen, though, the Money Mindset Queen podcast has hit 10,000 downloads. 
I'm just honestly, I was emotional, right? I'm a Pisces, charge it to my heart. Like, yes, I was emotional because let me let me just explain something about what 10,000 downloads for your podcast mean. First things first, I set a goal to hit 10,000 downloads in 2022. It is April. We are just kicking off the second quarter of the year. Amen. Praise God. We're here. <laughs> okay. Another thing, uh, if you if you don't know, I'm about God. Okay. We about that God business. We already know everything, everything that we have comes from him and everything is going to happen in his time. So if you are also not just a rich girl, but God's girl, right? We are God's favorite. Okay. Then, then you're my people. But listen, I set a goal. I told God, I said, God, we making 10K this year. We're, we're going we're gonna to hit 10,000 downloads. And God said, this year, you mean this quarter. <laughs> okay, period. My podcast team sent me a message. And it was like very early morning. I'm reading my emails. Um, my morning routine is, it's funny, right? Because I, I get up at six. I am someone who has to use the restroom before my day gets started. And you know what I mean when I say use the restroom, right? I have to use, I'm going to try to be a lady here, but I have to use the restroom before my day gets started. And before I get to work and all of the hustle and bustle, I need to check my emails. I need to prepare my social media posts. I need to read my devotional. My morning routine is nuts, right? But you wake up early, right? You wake up earlier to make sure you get shit done. So. With that being said, I'm sitting, you know, I'm, I'm having a seat, right? <laughs> Reading my emails. And this email comes through from my podcast team. Shout out Jessica Hurley. Please follow her on Instagram. She's a huge inspiration to me, not just because she made my dream of having a podcast come true, because she's just a badass. Like she's just so, she's just such a dope individual like she's a dope woman but just period like you just want to be in her circle around her energy she's just lit and then she has this bomb ass team that works for her honestly they're the reason the podcast is here today because I don't know the first thing about a lot of this stuff right and so they're the reason I'm here and so they sent me an email they said congratulations on 10,000 downloads and I was stunned I was stunned, but this is how God works, right? And for anybody out there who believes, right? You know that this is how God works. Like you tell him, hey, I wanna do this. And he gives you abundantly more than what you asked for, right? Or he gets things done in a quicker timeline than you anticipated. And it's just like, wow, mind blown, right? I posted it on my page. If you don't follow me, uh, my Instagram handle is at your credit queen. I'm on Twitter and, and TikTok and Facebook as well. But I'm, I'm I've been sort of taking a break from social media, not posting as much. But Instagram is my main engine. So make sure y'all go out there and follow me. But definitely make sure y'all go out there and follow Jessica Hurley. She's one of my biggest inspirations. And her team is incredible. So with that being said, right, I I had no idea that people would feel me the way that they have, right? We're streaming in 50 something countries, 
10,000 downloads. It's nuts. But I'm going to tell y'all, this is why, right? This is authentic. We don't just come here to talk about money. We come here to talk about life in general, okay? So we talk about God and we talk about self-care because that's another thing. If you really want to know my title, I'm a self-care advocate. Take the PTO, book the spa day, get your nails done, go to take yourself to dinner, buy a book, buy an expensive bag. I am a huge advocate of self-care because there are periods and times in our lives where no one else is going to take care of us. And so that's on us. And we shouldn't wait for those times to learn how to take care of us. It's not like, oh, I'm married. And so my husband does all of this. Like you should still be fully taking care of yourself as well, right? You should still buy yourself the flowers. You should still take yourself out on solo dates. You should still do those things for yourself because self-care is truly the best care. It is what allows you to be that force in your husband's life, in your kid's life, in your co-worker's life, in your family's life, taking care of self. So huge self-care advocate. In fact, I'm trying to think of what my treat is going to be for these 10K downloads, right? Like, what do I want to get myself? I might just invest. I actually already have plans to invest in Amazon because They're doing a split and the shares are going to be ridiculously inexpensive on May 27th. Don't quote me sometime in May, please Google it. So I think that's going to be my treat to myself. I'm going to buy a nice amount of Amazon shares. So you already know the vibes. So anyway, I just want y'all to celebrate with me real quick and understand that whatever, whatever journey you're on and whatever goals you're setting for yourself, like they're going to come into fruition. Sometimes earlier than you expect, sometimes later than you expect, but they're going to come into fruition if you continue to put the work in. I come to this podcast, I come to this mic every time I sit down to record as myself, 100% authentically me. I don't hold anything back. The transparency is gangster in season one. So if you're new to the podcast, please run it back. Please spin the block on season one because the transparency is nuts. I've remained transparent throughout the entire podcast and I'm always going to remain transparent about my journey, the mistakes I've made, the things that I've done wrong and the things that I've done to fix those wrongs, the things that I've done to fix those mistakes. And the things that have gotten me where I'm at today, right? And you're probably like, well, where are you at today? (laughs) But, you know, homeowner, business owner, right? I have my debt in order, right? I'm paying on things that, you know, that hopefully in the next couple of years, I'll be completely debt free. Um, My credit is lit. You know, I've paid my car off. Like there are just several accomplishments. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying this to remind you that these things can happen for you as well. Right. I am by by no means a bragger. And I know that's probably not a word, but I am in no means that type of person. I share these things to motivate you because there's somebody out there who's working on their credit. There's somebody out there who's trying to pay their car off. There's somebody out there who's trying to buy a house. Trust me, I know my fiance is a realtor. I know a lot of you guys are out there trying to buy a house. So with that being said, It took a lot. It took a lot of discipline. It took a lot of consistency. It took a lot of being sick of my own BS, right? Like you're making this money. You're, you're trying to position yourself. Like, why haven't you gotten to where you want to get financially? I was sick of myself. 
And so I had to make a change. And and that's sort of where this podcast was born. So to be here today at 10,000 downloads, I mean, listen, first and foremost, my OG rich girls, I couldn't thank you enough. And I'm probably going to end up, you know, sharing some sort of, I want to send somebody a gift. I don't know what this is going to look like, but I want to do something for one of my supporters. And so make sure y'all following me on Instagram at your credit queen. So, you know, just in case I decide to share it there, but, but definitely want to do something for you guys. Just, just to, just to say, thank you, just to say thank you. And so I want to make sure I, I thank you guys on this podcast, um, especially my ladies who have been listening since day one. And even my gentlemen out there who have been listening since day one, right? I know this podcast is geared towards women, but you know, when I speak to my clients, right, my male clients, sometimes they're like, yo, your podcast is dope. Like, see what you're trying to do there. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool, right? Like, because I'm, I'm, I be talking to the rich girls, I be talking to the ladies, but you know, guys still, guys still end up tuning in, which is really cool. Um, and, and which is how we got to 10K, right? Like, because it's gems. It, it may be, you know, I may be talking to the ladies and I might be calling you rich girls, but there are gems in this podcast all throughout. And so I'm just really excited about it. And I'm really excited about the future of the podcast. So thank you, OG rich girls. Thank you to the new rich girls. I appreciate y'all pulling up to the rich girls table. You know, we only do it big here and 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 we're huge on taking care of ourselves here. So With all of that being said, you know, we kick off the podcast on positive vibes. It's Monday. I hope you're ready to attack the week. I hope you're ready to attack the quarter, right? Because we're in Q2, okay? It's Q2. It's April. It's about to get hot outside. We about to act a fool. We about to be at brunch, spa days. We about to be outside. Um, Whatever outside looks like for you. Sometimes for me, outside looks like Home Goods and TJ Maxx and Marshalls and Target. Sometimes it looks like a festival or a concert, right? Whatever that looks like for you, we outside this spring, this summer. And so happy April to you. I hope that you are feeling amazing today. I hope that you had an amazing weekend and an amazing start to the month. It's my fiance's birthday and our son's birthday at this month and my mom's birthday this month. And so it's an expensive month for me, right? But I've been planning and I've been saving and I've been putting away for this for a while. And, you know, that's part of the reason I call myself a rich girl, right? Like I'm not struggling because there's three birthdays of the, the most important people in my life this month, right? I have it all in order. I'm organized and all of that. And so April's a huge month. It starts off Q2. And again, all of these um, amazing, beautiful people in my lives celebrate a birthday. So April's going to be super exciting. So happy April to you. Um, I hope that you prioritized yourself this weekend. I hope that you practice self-care in some way, shape or form. And I hope that you kept your financial goals at the forefront, right? I know sometimes we mess up, but I do want to make sure that, you know, you guys always like my biggest tip is always come back to those goals, right? If it's saving up for a down payment, if it's learning to invest, if it's building an emergency fund, if it's that you want a new car, right? Just keep those financial goals at the forefront. That's my best advice for anyone who is uh, who is kicking off a financial freedom journey. So let's get into it. This episode, I almost want to call it you ain't got to get you. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Right. I was talking to somebody on my team yesterday and and they actually said that to me. Right. Um, They were just like, you know, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. I was like, man, if that ain't the truth, like 
I know that's a huge saying and it's been around for years, but like I always think of Fab when I um Fabulous, a rapper from Brooklyn, just in case you ain't know. Um, if you can't tell by now, I'm from New York City. If you were new, if you knew to the rich girls table, but Fab dropped, um, you know, he said that in one of his in one of his songs, right? Like if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. And I think that applies to so much in our lives, but when it comes to our finances, like I think this is where it lands for me the most because so many things can come up unexpectedly, right? It could be something from, it could be a flat tire all the way to as big and as devastating as a divorce, right? If you don't got the extra funds for your flat tire, where you you going? (laughs) Where you going, baby? You ain't gonna be able to make it nowhere, right? And the reason I went super dramatic to a divorce is because um, when you think about, right, how comfortable it can get in a relationship and in a marriage, and you think, you know, I love this person, this person loves me and it will never end, right? Most of the time, right? Like, well, let's just say this. Finances are one of the leading causes in divorce, right? Like for divorce or whatever have you, right? And when you find yourself very comfortable in a situation, you feel like you can kind of let up on your goals, right? Now, obviously, I fully listen. I, I I believe that marriage is a beautiful thing. And if you marry the right person, it can absolutely last forever. I'm engaged. I 1000% believe, you know what I mean? And with my whole heart, like this is my forever person. Like this is who I'm meant to be with. And this is who I'm meant to be with forever. That doesn't mean that I can take the, take the break, right? Pump the brakes on my financial goals, right? It has, it's now going to become our financial goals, right? But I still, you know, I'm still going to make sure that I have a bag because you never know what happens, right? This is my, when you get married, this is your family now. And you want to be able to take care of your family in the event that something happens. And I don't mean, you know, they get upset and go to work and quit their job, right? Like, I mean, like, God forbid somebody gets hurt, right? Or whatever the case might be, and they can't bring in as much income as they, as they normally would, right? You want to stay ready. So you don't got to get ready. Things are unexpected. Things are going to happen in life. And if you are someone who stays prepared, right, these things are not going to impact you as much. It's not going to have such a blow to your finances or such a blow to your savings, right? And so I've had several conversations with women who are divorced, who have gone through divorces and or, you know, honestly just broke up with somebody and just said, like, we're going our separate ways. And the consensus, it's 50-50. You have some women who are like, yep, I made sure my credit stayed on point. I made sure I kept my own savings account, right? We had the joint, you know, we did the joint thing, but I made sure to have my own savings account. I made sure to, you know, continue to invest and all of that. We invested together. We invested separately, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have the other 50% that are like, I have no idea where to start with my finances. I got so comfortable in my marriage or my relationship that now I'm at a loss, right? I don't have enough money to do anything for myself. I have some money, 
but I don't have enough to do what I want to do. I don't have enough to move to the neighborhood that I want to, that I want to move to. I don't have enough to drive the car that I want to drive. Right. And I'm not telling, I'm not saying not to get comfortable in your marriage or to tell your husband, like, or your wife, like, oh, nah, like, you know, I want to do my own thing. Right. Like I need my own. Like, it's not about that. It's about simultaneously investing and pouring into your family's finances and also continuing to make your finances as an individual a priority, right? We are, we are merging as one. We are one now when we are married and I get that, right? Like I fully understand that. But again, life happens and, and you already know, I mean, call us the rich wives club, right? One thing about a rich girl, let me let me break something down for you so that this lands a little better. One thing about a rich girl is when we when we allow a man to court us, take us out, you know, romance us and eventually lock us in. Right. We are only dealing with and entertaining men of value, men who we see a future with. Right. I'm not saying everybody you go on a date with, you need to say you need to think about marriage, obviously. But if you are consistently entertaining a a gentleman and you see a future with him, right? Like you're going to want to look out for him if something, if something were to happen, right? You're going to want to position yourself to be able to say, you hate this job, like chill out for a little while, go find something else, right? I'm not saying to take on all the bills, right? Because again, a man of value is still going to be able to take care of the crib, even if he takes a few months off of, of work or whatever. But you're going to want to be able to just continue to maintain the lifestyle that you guys have lived, even though you're, you're telling him, hey, listen, we, our goal is to be happy out here. Our goal is to, to, to feel like we are walking in our purpose, right? And so if our partner, right, I'm just, I'd love to say husband because I'm engaged, but I'm going to go, <laughs> if our partner, right, needs to take a step back to reevaluate some things and take some time, and I'm not saying years, I'm saying a few months, you know, whatever, and you want, and, and, and because this person has taken such great care of you and because you know that they would also afford you the same opportunity and you want to, you want them to take a step back and figure things out. This is where, this is where the financial freedom as a woman comes in. This is where the financial literacy and the financial stability comes in. I'm never going to encourage any woman to pay the bills, to pay all the bills in her house or anything like that. I fully believe that whatever works for your household works for your household, right? I know plenty of stay at home dads. I know plenty of women who are breadwinners. I know the opposite. I know, you know, housewives. I know all type of dynamics. And one thing I've learned in my research and in my years is that whatever works for that family works for that family, right? But we should always make sure that a few things are in order, right? That we are not letting things, that we are not allowing things to deter us from our financial freedom goals because we're in a relationship or because we're getting married, right? Do not let these things deter you from your goals. Now, 
three things I want to say. I think it's three things. Three things I want to say you should absolutely continue to invest in and pour into. One is your education. Under like like listen, one thing about it, like I said, my fiance, a godsend. He's the one that told me that Amazon was splitting shares on in May, right? He's like, hey, you may want to, you know, put some money, you know, put some money aside for that. Make sure you get in, make sure you get in with that, right? Educate yourself. Make sure you are continuously educating yourself, understanding and and reevaluating where your finances are, right? When it comes down to it, could you be saving somewhere? Could you be saving on your car insurance, right? My fiance takes care of this car insurance. And I swear every three or four months, he's coming to me like, oh, look, we're going to do this and save 5%. Right now he has this drive easy app that tracks everywhere I drive and, and everything I do in the car. And if I hold my phone or if I make a sharp turn, right. And if we get a certain score, right, there's a report card. If we get a certain score, we we save 25% on our car insurance. I mean, it's bananas, right? These are the type of things that as a unit, as a team, right? We should be educating ourselves on. We should be understanding where in our finances can we, can we reap some sort of benefit, let's just say, right? He was also the one who told me that uh, if you go to a chiropractor, and get a massage there and get some adjustments to your back there that you can put that on your flex spending account, right? Like you can, your insurance can cover that in some cases. These are the type of things we need to be aware of so that we are saving more than we are, so that we have the opportunity to save when we need to and have the opportunity to be get, just get the best deals with every service provider and business that we work with, period, right? If there's a punch card or some sort of rewards card for a store that I go to, please believe I got that. Please believe. Right. And in turn, this is why we a fire couple in turn. Right. I helped him with his credit. Right. I helped him get his credit in a great space so that he was able to do more things that he was wanting to do in that world. Right. And this is how it works. Right. This is how it works. So earlier, I know y'all was probably like, girl, like what you mean? You know, like, have you, what you want to hide some money on the side? Listen, I'm not above it. If something happens, if a rainy day hits one of the cars, what something happens to one of the cars and it's a, it's two or $3,000 damage or whatever the case might be. And you have to come out of pocket for anything. Listen, I don't think your partner is going to be upset that you say like, oh, I have that in a bank account, you know, on the other side of town. Like, let's go get it. I don't think anyone's going to be upset at that. Right. So if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready. Okay. And that brings me to building an emergency fund, right? This is what we've been talking about pretty much the whole episode, like building and having a fund that is there that is going to support you in the event that something happens. And listen, right? When I was in my 20s, an emergency was that a pair of J's was coming out and I wanted them, right? <laughs> In my 30s, that is a completely different, you know, an emergency is is something that comes up that life cannot move forward unless we take care of this, okay? And so, so many people do not have an emergency fund. I think it's something like 49% of Americans don't have $1,000 or $3,000 saved up for a rainy day. That's why I have this podcast, y'all, because... <laughs> 
it it's something that you know saving is an art and i will always i think i have an episode titled that right like saving is an art and people do not know people have a very hard time saving because they feel like saving is this thing that you just do right like oh i'm just going to send 100 dollars to a savings account and that's going to be that yeah well when something comes up right because you don't have an emergency fund you're going to go to your savings and that's literally the complete opposite of having a savings right some people are sending way too much money to their savings and so what's happening now you feel like you have to dip into that savings because you don't have enough just regular money to to function to do what you need to do so now you're dipping in your savings right you're not disciplined enough to tell yourself that you don't need that shirt or you don't need that bag right now and so you're dipping in your savings And so now we spend our entire year depleting our savings on things that we feel like we need. And now there is no emergency fund because we've made all of these little things in our lives emergencies. And now our savings account looks crazy, right? So I want to just share some tips as it relates to building an emergency fund and a savings account. Please. Ask your bank or your financial institution if they have an account that you can send money to that you do that you will not receive a debit card for and that unless you go to the branch, you cannot touch it for a certain amount of time. So I probably shared this with you guys in the past, but I had a savings account that I opened up in January and I said, I want to save this much money and I want to save this much money by my birthday. You guys know my birthday's in March, March 9th. And so it's three months, right? And I saved probably about 2,300. I wasn't sending a whole lot of money to it. So I probably saved about two grand. I wasn't sending a whole lot of money to it, but like I couldn't touch it until March 9th. I could not touch it, right? And so that's what made it so sweet for me. And that's what made it like, oh, like this was, this was basically my birthday fund, right? Like I was like, I want to celebrate, do my birthday real big or whatever. And not being able to touch it or really see it. I didn't download the app or anything. I said, any business I'm going to do with this bank, I'm going to go into the branch. And the branch was far, meaning like I was not about to just take a trip to go to the branch, right? Like I would have to be on that side of town, right? Make it difficult for you to get your hands on those funds, A lot of you have the app on your phone and when something comes up and you're like, "Mm, I want to order DoorDash tonight, like you send $50 over or you send $100 over, like that's absolutely not a reason to to dip in your savings, right? But we do it. And, And listen, I'm guilty, right? I'm guilty. That's why I'm here to share with you guys, right? Like don't do that, but don't skimp yourself either, right? Don't put yourself in a position where you could never eat out. If you're someone who likes to eat out, You have to put that in your spending plan. You have to put that in your budget. If you're somebody now, here's here's a tip I really want to make sure it comes across. If you're going to buy a gang of groceries, $150, $200 of groceries, and then eat out every night, shame on you. (laughs) But if you're going to eat out every night and like you didn't buy a gang of groceries, like, okay, like that's your lifestyle. Adjust your spending to your lifestyle. One thing about me is I don't want y'all to compromise. I don't want you to compromise on the things you want. 
but I know y'all got big goals. I know you want a big ass house. I know you want a lot of bathrooms. I know you want a nice car, right? I know you want good credit. I know you want to invest in stocks, right? We was just talking about Amazon and how they got a split, right? You know, in May. I know there are things that you want to do that are bigger than that DoorDash order. I know you have things that you want to accomplish that are bigger. And that's why you got to stay 10 toes down. You got to stay focused. You got to stay ready. So you don't got to get ready. You feel me? So if you told yourself at the beginning of the year that X amount of money was a reasonable amount because you evaluated your spending, you evaluated your bank statements, you evaluated your income, and you said, this is the amount that I'm going to send to my savings account on whatever cadence you're going to send it, stick to that. That's a promise that you made to yourself. And if you get used to breaking promises to yourself, right, it's going to be very difficult to accomplish life's goals. When you say to yourself, I'm going to send X amount of money to my savings account, you are making a promise to yourself. And if you can't keep a promise to yourself, how are you going to keep a promise to anybody else? Hello, that was a bar. Somebody write that down. (laughs) But seriously. If you cannot keep a promise to yourself, how are you going to keep a promise to anybody else? So when it comes to building a savings and building an emergency fund, put it, put an emergency fund, put it somewhere you can't touch it, right? If you are not disciplined enough to see that number going up, because you're going to see it going up and you're going to say, damn, I could buy them pair of shoes. I'm good. Look at how much I saved and it's only March. That's not the point. The point is to to be sitting on December in December of that year and saying, look how much I saved. I got enough for my down payment for my house. I hope this is motivation for somebody because I'm pumped just saying this. Like I'm thinking to myself, like, ew, I can't wait to the end of the year because all these great things are going to happen because I got my finances in order. Okay, because we ready. So we stay ready and we ain't got to get ready. Okay, so when building, that's the biggest tip. Put it somewhere you can't touch it. Put it somewhere you can't touch it. And the next thing I've already been saying, number two, be very, very sure that the amount that you are saving or that you are putting to the side is reasonable for your lifestyle. I was speaking to to a to a client uh, not too long ago, and she she gave me this really big number. I think I mentioned this in a, in a previous episode, but she gave me this this big number that she was saving, and I'm like, well, how much do you make, right? Like, let's go through your through your uh, pay statement, and I'm like, why would you be? I'm like, you're literally leaving yourself with no money at the end of the month, like no money, no pocket money. You know, when you were younger, well, I don't know. I'm a, I'm an OG. Like my mom used to be like, here's some pocket money, right? Maybe y'all parents sell y'all, right? Whatever. But either way, she was leaving herself with absolutely no pocket money. And sometimes, listen, my financial advisor said to me, actually not too long ago, he said, hey, can you bring down the contributions can I bring down the contributions for one of my savings accounts? And I was like, sure. He was like, cause I really want to move that amount over here to, to pay down this debt a little quicker. And it dawned on me that that was just the, the, the fixed amount, right. That I sent over to my savings. I never, ever thought about changing it and moving those funds somewhere else. Because I mean, listen, like when I paid my car off, like when people pay their car off, the first thing they say is, 
oh, now you can just take that car note and just like send it to your savings. And like, who actually does that? Like your car note was 350, let's just say, right? Luxury vehicle, obviously. Your car note was $200, 250, whatever your car notes were. I don't know what car notes are these days. Thank God. But your car note is whatever it is. And do you really think that like, people are going to pay their car off and the next month they're going to send that 250 or 300 or 400 or 500 over to their savings. Like it's the most difficult thing in the world to do. Right. But if you are reasonable about it, like, you know what, like I paid this car off earlier, you know, sooner than expected, like, and the car note was $400. I'm going to send an extra $200 to my savings. Give yourself a little grace. That's probably number three. Give yourself a little grace, adjust your savings and your spending plan to your lifestyle. Do not leave yourself out there hung out to dry. You know what I mean? Take care of you, right? Make sure you're carving out. Because one thing about Candace, I'm carving out money for my hair. I'm carving out money for my nails. I'm carving out money for my waxes. I'm carving out money for things I want to do for things that I like. And then... We're making the determination of what should go to savings and what shouldn't. What should go to emergency funds and what shouldn't. Because the problem is people put themselves in this bubble and they feel so restricted. And that is what causes emotional spending. Where you're like, I work so hard and, you know, my savings is lit and my investments are lit and all of these different things. And you've been working so super duper hard and you've not done anything for yourself. This is where we start to dip into those emergency funds. This is where we start to dip into those savings. You feel me? Like this is where it happens. This is where it happens. So we have to be reasonable with ourselves. We have to allow ourselves. For example, I have a girlfriend, me and my girlfriend, actually two of my homegirls, all three of us, we buy fresh flowers for our house every week, right? That's part of our budget. That's that's part of our spending. Like we're going to go get groceries and we're going like weekly flowers is part of our weekly spending. Right. Like it's it's just in there. We're not compromising on that. Right. If you don't allot the right funds, the right amount of funds to be able to do that for yourself, you're going to feel away. I know for me, if I ever didn't have it to buy myself some weekly flowers. This is this is a habit I adopted when, you know, I began practicing self-care and I was trying to find things that made me feel good that weren't super duper crazy expensive. And my grandma always bought fresh flowers for the house, right? Like my grandma always had fresh flowers in her house. In the in my bedroom in her house, there were always fresh flowers. And so this was just something that I adopted even when I was broke, even when I didn't really have it. I was like, oh. I'm going to buy myself flowers. This is self-care for me. So I'm not going to compromise on that. And I know that there are things that you are not going to compromise on and you shouldn't. But you you should plan your savings and your emergency fund contributions around that. Right. And the bonus. Get your bag, sis. Get your bag. Whatever it is you're in, entrepreneurship, give yourself a raise, raise your prices. If you are working in corporate America, go to your go to whoever you need to go to, HR, your boss, or whoever it is, and ask for a raise. Obviously, make sure y'all head back to that episode where I talked about asking for the raise. You do gotta be the creme de la creme, sis. 
right? I don't just tell anybody to ask for raises. I listen to their story. What are you doing at work? Are you outperforming everybody? Are you outworking everybody? You deserve the raise. Go ask for it. You know how Sue Orsman or Sue's or Orman, whatever her name is, how she be like, you can afford the vacation or you can afford the bag, right? Like I tell people whether they should go ask for that raise or not. <laughs> and then I throw a little career coaching in there like, well, here's what you should do to get into position to be able to ask for a raise. Right. But get your bag. Right. Whether it's a side hustle that that brings you brings in some extra cash, whether it is asking for that raise. Right. Because you are the creme de la creme. And, and, you know, they can afford to give you that raise, whether it's job hunting and, and realizing that where you are is not recognizing your value and you need to make a move, right? Whatever that looks like for you, get your bag, secure your bag, and don't allow dating, marriage, or anything like that to impact your bag, period, and I'm going to stand on this. We could argue, right? Even housewives who or house husbands whose partners pay all of the bills. You, you, you're not going to convince me that you shouldn't have a couple dollars in the bank. You're not going to convince me, right? Like whatever that, whatever, I don't, listen, if you're, I don't know how people's households work. If you're, if your partner gives you an allowance, save it. If your partner is telling you, I'm going to pay all the bills, I'm going to buy all the groceries, all the bills are paid, everything's taken care of. Here's an allowance for you. Um, and you can, and you're going out to get your hair done or nails done or whatever, whatever. And there's a little money left over. Save it, save it, save it, <laughs> save it. Right. So you have that scenario, right? Where maybe your partner pays everything and takes care of everything. And then you have the scenario where you're the breadwinner right? There's so many scenarios. And in every scenario, you should make sure that your finances are in, as in order as they can be. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I just wanted to that just was on me, you know, these past couple of weeks. And I just I just wanted to make sure I touched on that on the podcast. Like, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And it's just one of those things that you know, that sets you apart in your financial freedom journey, right? From people around you is that you have understood the science behind staying ready, right? Because it takes work, it takes discipline, it takes consistency, but you got it. You can do it. And so it's a new quarter, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all, if y'all out there, it's a new quarter. This is absolutely the best time, the best time to reevaluate everything financial and make the necessary adjustments. This is the time. This is the time. We're in a new month. We're in a new quarter. And you still have time to get your financial goals and your emergency funds built and your savings account where you need to get them and your investments where you need to get them in 2022. You have time. I'm going to tell you, you have time up until December, because baby, when, when it comes time to make a, a flip in your lifestyle, a change in your lifestyle, that's going to result in, in financial freedom. It's never too late. It's never too early. It's never a bad time to get your bag together. And that's how we're going to leave it today. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, rich girls, that is how we're going to leave it today. I thank you so, so much 
for 10k hashtag 10k i thank you so much for tuning in with me and rocking with me every money making monday and on wealth wednesdays as well for those of you who don't know we also have a segment called wealth wednesdays those are shorter episodes for my rich girls who are on the go um i like to make sure that we touch base as well sometimes you can't listen to the longer monday episode but don't worry we're gonna hold you down on wealth wednesdays wealthy women wednesdays with just a quick snippet with some gems that relate to financial freedom journey, self-care, credit, anything related to women and finances. So again, I thank you so, so much for joining me today. I hope that you have an amazing week. I pray that this week is as productive and as stress-free as you need it to be. And I so, so look forward to connecting with you guys again next week. Remember to find me on social media because I've, I've got to give a gift out before this season is up. I've got to give, if you were listening last season, I gave out a Starbucks gift card and it went pretty quick. Y'all, y'all, y'all got on, y'all jumped on that pretty quick. And I want to continue to be creative and I do definitely want to gift um, you guys something. So stay tuned. Make sure y'all tap in with the next episode next Monday. Again, thank you so, so much, Rich Girls, for your support and your love. I am sending you lots of light and lots of love. And again, I hope you have a phenomenal week. Thank you so much. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.